Within just a few years, we will spend more on interest payments than we will on national defense. That is a bright flashing warning sign that we are on an unsustainable path. And clearly it is unsustainable because the fastest growing part of our budget is interest payments. And when you have a debt that's growing faster than your economy, obviously something will have to give. To hear more about potential impacts of our increasing federal debt level, subscribe to PGIM's The Outthinking Investor in your favorite podcast app. Pushkin. Okay, listeners, be excited. This is a special edition of the Unhedge podcast. I'm Katie Martin, and I'm the FT Markets Editor in London. Now, FT superfans may already be familiar with the FT Alphaville pub quiz, which was held in a real pub, sort of, last week. Now, we had so much fun that this week on the show, we're bringing the pub quiz to the Unhedge podcast, and I will be your host. So, I expect you're wondering, listeners, just what the biggest brains in the FT are up to. Just how knowledgeable are they? How clever are they? Sadly, they weren't available, but I have assembled two other teams to compete for glory. We have, in the blue corner, in London, FT Alphaville in the form of Robin Wigglesworth and Alex Skaggs. I'm almost walked out when I had that big brain jab, but, you know, I'm looking forward to wiping the floor with our opponents, so we're going to stay. Fighting talk. And over in New York, we have the unhedged squad, Rob Armstrong and Ethan Wu. Say hello, guys. We're ready for total victory. Undefeated for 200 years. Let's go, America. One of the fun (laughs) things about this is that I don't think that Americans really understand what pub quizzes are. No. So this is like a kind of podcast pub quiz. Yes. And listeners, let me tell you, it could go horribly wrong, but the rules are as follows. I have written 10 questions. My decision is final on the victor on each of these questions. So a question will go to each team in turn. The team that has received the question will have a minute timed on my phone, very uh, very high tech here, to answer the question. If they get it right, they get one billion points. Pretty mm. good, huh? And then we flip to the next team, and then we decide who is the winner. The loser has to write something very nice about the other team mm. on their platform in the next few days. Does everyone understand the rules? I'm already looking forward to the unhedged note about our <laughs> Okay, well, you'll be delighted to hear then, Robin, that the first question goes to Team Alphaville. Orange juice futures now trade at about $4 per pound for the first time since they began trading in 1966. In percent, how much is the price up this year? Is it A, 27%, B, 48%, or C, 95%? I know they're up a lot this year, aren't they, Alex? Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, That's kind a of lot. implicit I mean, in the question, if that Robin. That was an option. You, you've then got I would to say shush. D okay, sorry, a sorry. lot. <laughs> yes. So, how um, are we defining a lot? When I looked at the chart. It definitely looked more like 95%. You looked, you looked at the chart. That's good. I have looked at the chart what at some has, point this year, yeah. but it's lodged somewhere in the memory banks. Yeah, something about the weather in Florida probably um, means that they're up. <laughs> this is me being very smart. Yeah, this is our systematic <laughs> investment process at exactly. work. Um, what do you think? 48 or 95? If it looked like 95 when you looked. I remember this it going like up historic. a lot, essentially. Yeah. Saying, oh, wow, that's kind of interesting. So and it's the gonna, trading places commodity, yeah. right? So it's kind of sexy and fun. Yeah, we're going to say the number went up by a lot. Yeah, by a lot. So 95%. 95%. 
Perfect with the timing. Okay, so you are saying that orange juice futures are so far this year up 95%. Mm. You are correct. A billion points, which is, I think, uh, 10 US points. Yeah. According to the current exchange rate. Yes, exactly. I'm lodging a complaint with the uh, Olympic Committee. No complaints, no correspondence will be entered into. (laughs) Is this how America won all those wars? By lodging complaints about some technical points? It's going to be a strongly worded level, I tell you. Right then, question number two to Team Unhedged, Rob and Ethan. Now, f- to be clear, Alphaville has to shush while uh, while Unhedged is, is doing its question and vice versa. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I'm quite liking being in charge here. Right. Team Unhedged, which of these recently listed stocks has fallen the furthest from its opening price? Um, Birkenstock. So- Instacart <laughs> or Birkenstock? <laughs> I think it. I think it has to be Birkenstock. Right? Look, uh, it's not. I think it's not. Already given uh, arm, so. It's probably not arm. Yeah, I don't think it's arm. I knew there was going to be a Birkenstock question. I should have. Yeah, we should have prepped for I it. Should have should have studied for, for this one. So between Instacart and Birkenstock, well, I think our, our systematic investment process. Which one is the shittier company? Let's ask. Mm. Her, let's ask ourselves that. <laughs> for lack of knowledge, I think. I think Instacart is the worst company. Mm. But I don't think that's helpful. God. I, I I feel like Katie wants a question where the correct answer is Birkenstock. And on that basis, I think we should go with Birkenstock. But maybe this is Rob Bate. And, uh, and that she's, she's given you a tempting answer. Okay, okay. We're going with Birkenstock, Katie. We're taking the bait. You're going with Birkenstock. And you are incorrect. Ah. The answer is... <laughs> Was it Instacart? The answer is, of course, Instacart, ah. which is down like 40% or something completely ridiculous. Uh. Arms off 10, Birkenstock's down 17. It was to be absolutely clear, God. I wasn't going to bother asking a Birkenstock question. It completely is escaped my mind. And then when you mentioned it... just an exercise for you to torture <laughs> me, Katie? That's what I'm starting to suspect here. Team Alphaville is fully 1 billion one points One billion ahead. points. Yes. One billion points to Alphaville, zero points to Unhedged. Okay. Tough. We'll get him in the second I'm round. I'm glad I wore my Birkenstocks today. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to taunt Rob. Okay, on to question three. And this relates to the fact that Robin Wigglesworth, although he very rarely mentions it, is in fact Norwegian. Are you not, Wiggo? I am, I am. I mean, honestly, bangs on about this every day. But <laughs> So for that reason, you will no doubt know the answer to the following question in a heartbeat. The question is as follows. Who is older? His Royal Highness Crown Prince Hakon? Hot, please advise on pronunciation. Of Norway or... Rob Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How old do we think Rob is? Which, that That's Jenny? a great question. I would first like to know how to pronounce that name. Uh, Håkon Magnus. Uh, exactly. Håkon Exactly. Just imagine you're the Swedish Perfect. chef, but you sound cool. That's basically the Norwegian accents. That's, you sound cool. Yeah, the cool That's Swedish the, chef. Okay. That sounds Swedish great. Chef, I'm not going to cool. try. I fear but... you're not engaging with the substance of my question. <laughs> Which is how old? Well, how old is the is the? I think he's prince? a little bit older than me. So mid 40s, maybe the crown mid-40s. prince. Rob Armstrong is like five, six hundred years old. Yeah, I feel like it's got we got to go with Rob on this one. 
I yeah, think I, I think... see his Twitter picture, you know, shows he was in the Civil War, <laughs> I think. So he needed help from Ethan with his phone earlier well, today. You, you needed help like 30 seconds ago. Your phone just now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm old as well. Uh, I think uh, Rob Armstrong is probably older, right? Yeah, that's my be. guess. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. So you're saying Rob? Yeah. The answer is indeed Rob, who yes. is older yes. than Crown Prince Hawkon? Hawkon. Hawkon. Uh, by, by a couple of years. Rob, I'm not going to uh, read out your date of birth on the internet. You'll be pleased His to Royal Part Highness and myself your... wear the same brand of adult diaper. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Wow. Uh, Does uh, it cost a lot to get them shipped from Norway? Uh, <laughs> okay. Question four goes over to the Unhedge team. On a similar note, who is older, Elon Musk or Rob Armstrong? Ooh. I think it's Elon. I think Elon's older, too. Yeah, I think he's in his late 50s. No, he's not in his late 50s. Mid 50s? Mid 50s. I think it's Elon, Katie. What, okay. Do, is, are, you, are you good at this? I, but, I'm thinking, I, for some reason, I think Elon Musk is 54. That sounds, that okay. sounds right to me. That's, I, I, I saw the picture of him swimming. That, that was tough. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You, it's pictures of who swimming? There have been pictures of Rob Armstrong swimming yes. in the weekend update. <laughs> which I remember yes. quite clearly. Me too. If, we, if we're wrong and, and if he's younger than you, we can lodge the complaint that Elon Musk is surely older in every sense but the technical sense yes. than Rob Armstrong. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, okay yeah, we're so going, going with, with Elon Musk being the older one. Okay, okay. I'll stop my timer and tell you. You are correct. Yes. yes. However, he's only older by one month. Really? really? Wow. Yeah, you're really? very close in age, actually. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Make of that wow, what he you looks will. bad, man. For- yeah. <laughs> I know. He, first of all, he looks like hell, and I'm richer than he is. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> but who's got the most children? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> That's true. He does have you beat there. He does have yeah, you beat there. Exactly. You're still in the single digits when it comes to children. Yes. <laughs> I tell you who has you beat at the moment, and that is Team Alphaville, mm. who are on two billion points. Oh yes. Whereas Team Unhedged is on one billion points. Mm. Okay. In time. Let me just refresh my thing. Right, Alphaville's turn. How many stocks are in the S and P five hundred? Oh God. Oh, five hundred and two. <laughs> I have known this. Yeah, but it varies. There's, it changes yeah. all the time. Um. It's probably more, more than, than five hundred. Yeah, I think I so. I always thought it was like four ninety-seven or something. It could be. I mean, is there? It's around. Can we say around five hundred? Give or take. <laughs> <10? laughs> no. <laughs> no, God, see, prejudice this against is, Team Alpha. I can't believe this. Um, let's see. I always I want to say four ninety-seven just because I feel like that was the answer at some point. Yeah, well, I'll go with you then, okay. I think, on this one. I, I'll, right. I'll take the Norwegian questions. You okay. do the S&P 500 <laughs> questions. The S&P is a multinational index. Yes. Exactly. I take no responsibility for whether this is right or not. Okay, so 497. Okay, okay. I, I, we we just like to enter our answer. Okay. Just, just to, we think it's over 500 and we're Are going you? with 502. Okay, well, happily, sure. you're both wrong because it's 503. 503. Oh. Somebody was yeah. like 300% closer, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you took the first number I blurted out, Rob. But the question yeah. was not going to you, Rob, so, okay. you know, well, you can't get this one. Okay. In, in Norwegian, we have an expression called nesten schitten ingen, man, love hesten. You just made that up. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. You just made that up. 
It's not a real word. <laughs> no, Sadie, that is a real Norwegian expression. And what does it mean? Uh, uh, nearly shoots no man off the horse. I see. <laughs> You can't nearly shoot somebody out of the horse. Oh, fun times you have up there. Right, okay, next question over to Team Unhedged. And this will annoy Wigo because I'm fairly sure he will know the answer. Venezuela has defaulted on its government debt more than any other country. How many times has it defaulted? Oh, man. How many times has Venezuela defaulted? This is an incredibly specific question. You you asked him an easy one. We got a hard I mean, one. This this is just I'm really this I, another strongly word, worded letter is coming to the authorities. Okay, I think it has to be at least like four. I, I think it's no lower than four. Uh, I think it can't be ten because if it's seems ten, it's like if it's every if it's ten, it's like the, every the fifteen years. The IMF would tactically nuke a country if it defaulted ten yes. times. <laughs> uh, I think four. You know, is there countries that have defaulted by? Do we want to edge it up a little bit? F- five or six? Five, it, I think wait. it can't be more than five. Let's I think five, five is a safe, okay. yeah, a safe Are bet. Are we going with five? Sure. For the big money, we'd like to go with five, Katie. <laughs> well, you are wrong. You should oh. have gone with uh, Wigo. Would you like a guess? Nine. The answer Ten? is 11. 11 Whoa. times now, yeah. Is that yeah. like every, every dozen still. years they default? Venny has got this on a lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, Argentina, you know, give them credit. I think they're the dark horse. <laughs> they, they they might default again very soon. Okay. 11 so, times. Look, scores on the doors. It remains. That, this is why we points. don't invest in emerging markets, right? It's like, this is just like, what is that? Why is there an, why is that even an asset class? 11 times. But you don't have money in the UK? Isn't the UK an emerging market these days? There's no need for trolling the Brits. Yes. Scores on the doors, boys and girls, are 2 billion points to FT Alphaville, one billion points to Unhedged. So Alphaville still in the lead. That's the end of round three. We'll be back shortly with round four. Liquid alternatives can offer some substantial diversifying returns, not only in a 2022 world where traditional asset classes are challenged, but also during a world where you have only a few asset classes delivering on their expected returns and therefore you need some genuine diversification within your portfolio. To hear more about managing risk in the face of uncertainty, subscribe to PGIM's The Outthinking Investor in your favorite podcast app. Okay, we're back. Now we're going into the fourth round and the people speaking in my ears who are real people and I'm not making up the voices, they tell me that this has to be worth 2 billion points. So for 2 billion points, Team Alphaville, tell me, when did the Bank of Japan last intervene to weaken the yen? You know this one. We're talking the 80s, probably? No, actually, it might have been in the financial crisis. Yeah. Oh, that is a good question, actually. Yeah, I was quite I mean, also, yeah. sometimes we don't know if they're intervened, really. Yeah. Uh, nonsense. But are we going to say the financial crisis, 2008? Would it have been 08 or 09? More 08. More 08, I think, because, I mean, things were still falling apart in 09, but I think the really acute, massive in rush into the end, Swiss francs, stuff like that, was in 08. Yeah. Um, Were there any, like, middle-term crises where they would have done that, that you remember? No. I think, generally speaking, since then, it's been a a, a soggy... Not during the the Chinese market. No. Not to the intervene to weaken the yen. Right, right. Fair. Are we sure? Yes. Yeah, okay. So 2008. 
<sighs> Team on Hedge, would you like a guess? I think it was the 80s. I'm going to go with whatever that thing was where Reagan got mad at them and the rest of the world ganged up on them and there was a big... The Plaza Accord? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're all inexplicably forgetting the gigantic earthquake and tsunami oh. that... <laughs> See, I only have memory for pure financial events these yeah. days, yeah. not actual tragedies like oh earthquakes. It was a real world event. It yeah. was a real thing that happened and there was, there was a big intervention. So again, <laughs> scores on the doors, two uh, billion points to Alphaville, brutal. one billion points to Unhedge, but We're Unhedge back. could potentially nudge back into the, into the lead. If, Let's go. If it gets the two billion points available on the following question, which singer refused 200,000 Bitcoin as payment for a gig in 2009. Taylor Swift, no. I mean... I, I feel like there was press coverage of this. Uh, maybe I'm making sure... How many Bitcoin? 200,000. In 2009. It's a singer. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is a good guess, but I feel like she's a bit financially savvy. Yeah. I feel like she might have done it. Oh, right. take, taking the Bitcoin. She might have taken the money and traded it in some <laughs> clever way. Do I'm asking, do we need to think of someone stupider yeah, than okay. Taylor Swift? <laughs> okay, someone someone stupid. That That's like most of the, the uh, singing world. Okay. Well, I don't... I, you know, It's universe of singers. Robin just had to pick a year. We have to pick... <laughs> okay, okay. I think the, the thing that's good about Taylor Swift is, I guess, is that we have a name. Yeah. Like, what is another we, singer? We need we, we need a hang. Okay, we, we got to go with Taylor Swift because uh, we're out of that's, time. That's all we got. That's all we got. Well, I have a guess. Yes. My guess is Mariah Carey. Oh, Both good wrong. guess. Damn it. She, she was married to a libertarian guy, right? Both. I was wrong. Both totally wrong. But I do like how Americans' first answer to almost all questions yeah. is Taylor Swift. <laughs> 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 The correct answer is Lily Allen. At the time, one Bitcoin was worth $0.00099. So this would have yielded her $200 altogether. By November 2021, it would have been worth $13.6 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Lily Allen? Okay, she's a Brit. Uh, that is, explains see, why maybe. no one knows who she is. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes but so hard they're almost falling out. She's married to, to that guy from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things now. That's right. And I think she, she lives, lives in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. She's a, they have a really cool apartment. singer and actress. She once gave a really good uh, tip for naming my wife's lactation consultancy business on Twitter. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I know. What's that? Like my brush with fame. What? Uh, milkmaids. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is, What's going on? This is taking a direction that I had not anticipated, I have to say. Okay, we are now moving on to the final questions, and they are worth a massive three billion points each. Can you believe it? That's a lot of points, is it not? Okay, so the scores as they stand, FT Alphaville is still in the lead with two billion points. Unhedged is lagging behind one billion points. So it, it's still all to play for in, in the final questions. Okay, so the first one of those goes, if I'm not mistaken, to FT Alphaville. Are you ready? Yes. What colour tie was Mario Draghi wearing when he uttered the words, whatever it takes to preserve the euro? I'm almost certain it was blue. 
Yeah, that sounds Blue was like, I remember we once tried right. to auction it for an Alphaville quiz <laughs> uh, prize. Yes, that sounds right. Yeah, I, I remember like we actually really... auctioned off a Draggy Says relaxed t shirt yeah. uh, to the head of Fixed Income at MG for charity. <laughs> but the I tie remember. was what we really wanted. The tie discourse, I remember. Yeah. But I don't remember the color. I'm, I'm there was a lot of tie discourse, and he was aware yes. of it as well. Yes. Reliably informed. Yeah. Yes, reliably informed. Were is you? is yeah. blue a dovish color? I think it was for him. I always thought yeah. that's more of a neutral thing. Yeah. Red is cut, Looks green like is. The... But I think it was blue. Are you okay. forgetting that funny brown one he used to wear? The, the brownie purply one. Oh, I'm forgetting is, that one. Actually. Is the answer going to be brownie purply? It's not because going I think, to I mean, be, be obviously, because, because you just said that. Eliminating <laughs> saying one that whole chunk of the color spectrum. I'm trying to push us away from blue <laughs> now, basically, by implying this was a hint. That it um, is a purple. color. Yeah, it is a color. Marbles, We're going to say a color. Paisley. And the color is blue. You are indeed correct. Oh, yeah. yes. That was the easiest oh, question yet. Oh, that was for it. three billion. Although I thought the answer was Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Not Birkenstocks. <laughs> yeah, I I was something of a scholar of Mario Draghi's tie colors, and the the electric blue, whatever it takes, tie was his tie of action. If yeah. he was going to do something dramatic, he always wheeled out the the bright blue. Yeah, tie. So well done for remembering that. Okay, listen. So, Unhedged, Team Unhedged, you are now playing for Pride. You cannot win. However, you can get three billion points if you can answer the following question correctly. What type of brooch was Christine Lagarde wearing? You are, on they her get a European the, question. They're Europeans. Oh my God. <laughs> we get a European question. We're Americans. We're, we're, since, since this doesn't matter, we're going to write the question. I don't question. even know what a brooch is. Taylor Swift is my answer, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you're a style maven. Uh, yeah. You should know this. That's I'm surprised you haven't written a column about it. Yeah. Okay, fine. So, what type of brooch? What type of brooch was Christine Lagarde wearing on her inaugural post-meeting press uh, conference? A shiny are you, one? Are you like, looking for a, a material, a shape? I'll, okay, be, because you don't know anything that doesn't happen in America, I, I'll give you a small clue. It, it, it's a shape that I'm thinking. Or even to be slightly more specific, it's an animal. Oh, what animal? Lion. Probably not a snake. Uh, cat? I'm already thinking about what Alphaville is going to write about Unhedged, about the <laughs> crushing loss of it. Okay. Uh, I have truly it no was idea. A, it was a dragonfly. Just guessing. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fair guess. Okay. What was it? Can I guess? You can guess. Was it an owl? It was an oh, owl. That is humiliating. <laughs> what is wow. this? What is this? I think she, this means she that said, Robin... I'm, I'm neither a dove nor a hawk. My ambition is to be this owl. I Very mean, wise. incredibly cringy, but it gave us a crushing victory over our this, heads. I, I will you don't get points. <laughs> I am, I, no, that's okay. It's this a moral point. In Rob my is a complaint margin. to Lodge. Yeah, this everything <laughs> about this quiz was unfair. Everything from top to bottom. It had this too was much a setup. European content. <laughs> Katie Martin is going to roll into work tomorrow morning in a Ferrari wearing a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> With that sweet, sweet Norwegian oil. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner by five billion points to uh. one billion points is Team Alphaville. However, uh. I would like to offer Alphaville the opportunity to uh, play a winner takes all round where you can you can just spin the dice. There's one question, same question goes to the two of you. I want to do it just for the suspense, but I also don't want to have to write anything. <laughs> 
You don't want to have to write anything nice about Rob. No, I definitely don't want to write anything. Ethan, maybe, but Rob, that would be a little. Wimps. Yeah, let's do it. Let's give them a chance. Let's give them a chance. Okay, okay. So the winner takes all question has to be about something completely irrelevant to wit. What is the current price of Dogecoin? Oh. Do we just throw our guesses? 29 cents? I. It's low. It's like yeah. it's far below a dollar, and yeah. obviously the one's wrong. But it's like zero point zero two nine. I think it's like five. I'll take so you're going for zero point zero two nine. Yes, Ethan, I Team have unhedged. to defer to you, and they have to get it right to win. I mean, win I'm just a bit boring, everything. but I was looking at this yeah. in a different context a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, because you love it. You love so, it. We're just love, doing. We're just doing over under on on a third of a no. penny. Yeah. Right? No, I think but, it's higher. I think it's a penny. I would guess a penny. Half a penny. We've got to go higher than them. So, so you're saying zero point Are we doing zero zero five? Yes, I think I think I want to give. Uh, don't I think what you want? We want. Let's round. Let's agree to round to the nearest tenth of a cent because nobody's okay. going to get it to the third decimal point. That's crazy. So, okay. So, Team Alphaville, in that case, are you taking zero point zero three? Do you think so? Do we get a chance to change our guess? After we know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you had zero. So, okay, you're 0.03, 0. 0. and okay. Team Unhedged is what? 0. 0.01? 5. 0. 0.05. Yeah. We'll go a little higher. Okay. 0. 0.05. Well, in that case, Team Unhedged is the winner. Yes! <laughs> that is what victory. I'm talking no. about. In you guys had victory in your hands, answer? and you pissed it it's away. It's not... <laughs> Listen, I have a linear utility function. <laughs> so I looked. Katie, up- I want that oil money back. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers! So, so the price of Dogecoin is 0.069. Oh, okay. that, that's not the correct oh, answer. Oh, right. It's true. So, so we won the, directionally. The correspondence will not be okay, ended fine, into... Fine. I think double or nothing. Yeah, du- I mean... It has yeah. to be the right number. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is good. that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I'm yeah. prepared to call this a tie. It's an electric well, blue that's, tie. That's very gallant of both sides. And I have to say, I'm very impressed with your guesses. I would have had absolutely no idea if I hadn't looked it up. Like, how many zeros are we talking yeah. about here? So I thought, like, both teams did pretty well here. Yeah. So who? I would uh, say we anchored their guess, of course. Yeah. Really. Yes. That's true. Yeah. So who, who's yeah. writing and, what and about also who? also a, a real victory. Well, you need to sort this out, you know, off air. I, would <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'm <laughs> pretending you both, this. You both have. I'm going to pretend this whole you, thing didn't happen. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you both have to write something uh, nice about each other in, in the coming days. This has been a fun quiz. We should do more of these quizzes. Both teams, congratulations to you both. Congratulations on such granular Dogecoin knowledge. And uh, we should do this again soon. And and listeners, God love you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Unhedged is produced by Jake Harper and edited by Brian Erstab. Our executive producer is Jacob Goldstein. We had additional help from Topher Foreheads. Cheryl Brumley is the FT's global head of audio. Special thanks to Laura Clark, Alistair Mackey, Jacob Weisberg and Jess Trulian. FT Premium subscribers can get the Unhedged newsletter for free. A 30-day free trial is available for everyone else. Just go to ft.com slash unhedged offer. I'm Katie Martin. Thanks for listening.